Joining me right now is Emilio Uridia. He is a one championship featherweight, one of the rising stars in the division. And uh, yeah, he's joining me right now from Phuket, Thailand. What's going on? Welcome to Kumite Radio. Hey, how's it going, brother? Glad to be back. Thanks for having me. For sure, man. Uh, the first thing is recently uh, an article came out of uh, the 20 most handsome one championship fighters of 2017, <laughs> and you didn't make the list. Are you angry about that? Hey, hey it's all right, man. I want to be known for my fighting anyways. You feel me? <laughs> um, I, sc I scrolled through. I scrolled through. But, yo, there was a lot of big names. I think it was a Filipino uh, website because there's a lot of uh, Filipinos on there. A lot of guys were missing, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't a hater. I got, hey, I, res I'm, I, respect, I respect another fellow gentleman. You know what I'm saying? I respect another good-looking man. And some, of, some homies were left out. They don't even have the champ champ in there, I'm pretty sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, they didn't have them. Martin Martin's got some swag. Even, even, uh, even Christian wasn't in there. Just for being 19, you'd think he'd be in there just because he's 19, you know? <laughs> yeah, some, some young so, bucks. You got to throw some young bucks on the list. Yeah, man, but it's all good, dog, because I had already beat two people on that list anyways, so. You are on your longest winning streak of your career, man. You are undefeated for one championship. What has changed in you as a fighter to be able to, like, put this win streak together and continue your rise? For me, I just feel like it was just a matter of believing in myself, you know? I feel like I've always been the same fighter, you know, um, I think the results I got this year and the last two years, but also most importantly, it's my losses, man. Mm -hmm. My losses have made me better than I could ever, you know, I've had some terrible losses, you know, and they, they stick in my heart every single morning when I wake up. I don't think about this winning streak, you know, I think about the last time I lost. I think about the time that I got tired and blew it, you know, because even the fights that I've lost, like I was winning those fights, you know, I kind of, I kind of dropped the ball. And it was more of a mental thing for me. It's always been a mental thing. I think once I started believing what my teammates have always believed and told me and everybody around me has always believed and told me, everything else, like, it was written since then, you know? It was just a matter of believing in myself and believing in my ability. And I think that big win against Edward is what really made me realize, okay, like, I have what it, like, I know I have what it takes now, you know? We talked about how nervous I was for that fight. I remember telling you before. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been like that every time. But I also feel that, I think I rise to the occasion. I think the better my opponent, like the better I'm going to do. So I feel like this is like a combination, you know, maybe sometimes I've, I've had some fights against maybe guys that weren't that like weren't there maybe at, the, at that level. So I fought to their level. So I definitely rise to the occasion. I think like you see me go with a guy, maybe even in sparring. Sometimes I'll go with a guy and I won't, I won't be kicking their butt, you know, but then I can go with another guy, like a super high-level UFC guy or another guy high in one championship, and then, I, and then boom, I go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him too, you know? So it's weird how that works. But for me, 100%, it's been a mental thing, you know? It's about it's believing in my ability and really just not letting my fear overtake me. I've always been worried, you know? I used to, I used to let my mind get the best of me a lot of times, and especially in the fight game when it's, 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 it's a lot of mental, you know, and, and it took a long time for me to, to believe in myself. And, and, and uh, now that I have that, you know, I'm just going to ride it. I'm going to ride this thing till the wheels fall off, you know, <laughs> but a hundred percent, man, it's been my mentality. It's finally believing in the work that I've been putting in. I've been training every day, doing the same thing for the last five years. And now I'm starting to realize that it's my time. You know, this is my time. I got my 10,000 hours stamped, you know, that masters, you know, they say you got to have that 10,000 hours. I've definitely logged in my t my 10,000 hours and just 
for sure after the Edward fight, I just knew that it was my it was time to, to you know to take this division by storm. You know, down at Tiger Muay Thai, you've been there for many years. Um, it's a unique situation because you guys have like a small core group of fighters that train together, but then you have all these fighters from around the world coming in and out doing camps or staying there for months at a time. How helpful is that for you as a fighter to be able to have so many different guys to go against, like dudes from uh, Dagestan and other guys from Canada? It's amazing. It's amazing, man. Um, so I got like my core group of guys that, especially when I get close to the fight camp, I'll definitely choose and pick and choose my partners. You know, sometimes I have to be like a little bit selfish. You know, I don't want to, I, I want to, there'll be times where I want to work with some guys that will come in from out of town, but you don't know them. So you don't know if they have their best intentions for you. So as far as like grappling wise and stuff like that, I, I pretty much can go with anybody because it's, it's more or less safe. But um, yeah, man, it's great because I get to get all these different looks from all around the world. I get to get super high level rounds. You know, I can kind of like pick and choose what I want to get, what, how I want to get beat up that day. I go to sparring and I can be like, all right, I'm going to go with Hoffa or, you know, our new, our striking coach now at Tiger, you know, and be like, all right, today I'm going to get into the matrix with Hoffa and just get my face kicked in by him. You know, Lumpini beat, knocked out the recent Lumpini champ, Rajagun champ, you know, he's won some, probably the best striker in, 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 in the game right now, for sure. You know, then other times, like when Brad was here, who's also fighting on the card, I can get my butt kicked by Brad for a little bit. So it's like, you can choose your whoopings, you know, <laughs> but all those different looks, what I try to do is, yeah, I try to get with these, I try to put myself against the best guys out there, get my ass kicked, and then that way I know that when I get to the fight, it doesn't matter, you know? Like, it doesn't, I'm, I'm, I lose most of the rounds in, in training, you know? Like, training for Bruno, I didn't win a jiu-jitsu round for like two months straight. I thought I sucked, you know? But it always comes out into play in the fights. So it's great, man. It's, it's, it's a bit... I'm super lucky, man. But that's one of one of the reasons was that I've been here since 2013, and I always stick around because I get to train with all these world class athletes and pick their minds too, man. I've learned so much from my friends over the years, like especially like my friends like like Alex Volkanovsky. He's taught me so much about work ethic, you know, mental strength. I've got to corner him, you know, Kai Carr, France, Shay Walsh. You know, these are like these guys are are champions, man, through in and throughout. And these are guys that I've. I've been able to to live with, train with every day, and and they've all had a Dan Hooker, you know, George. All these guys have had a big, big impact on my on 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 the fighter that I am today. Just learning, watching how they train, watching how they pursue these fights, watching them, being able to corner them, like Bruno too, you know, like from Road FC and K1 fighter, like. I've just been able to learn so much from these guys, being able to be alongside them, watching them make the walk, you know, and uh, it's all developed into who I am today you know I have Joe Ray you know like man I can I can go on for days you know Valentina I just I've learned so much and just take a little bit from all of them you know and kind of make it into my own little um my little mix my little cocktail of who I am now is like really a cocktail of, all, of what I've learned throughout from all these guys throughout the years you know so you're truly a mixed martial artist now you believe yeah 100 percent 100 percent um with the Bruno fight Right. Everybody's like, I've always been a good striker, man. I've always, I knew I would, I would not, I would have done that two years ago, straight up, you know, just, I'm always going to, but I feel like one of my strongest, pers my, what I, I think, excuse me, I'll slow it down for you. <laughs> I think one of my strongest attributes, attributes as a martial artist is that I have a really high fight IQ, you know, 
I don't take a lot of damage. And even if it does look like I do, like I, I haven't taken a lot of damage in a lot of my fights. So I'm always going to fight the fight where I'm strongest, you know? And like when I start to win somewhere, um, and especially with getting all those decisions, you know, <laughs> I've been able to really work around it and learn about myself and learn how to win. So for sure, I'm definitely a well-rounded mixed martial artist, you know, like uh, this is my third black belt in five fights. So this is like the perfect timing for this fight because I'm fighting like for sure he's the best, for sure like the best jiu-jitsu guy out of the last two I fought. But these guys were also super high-level jiu-jitsu guys. The first black belt I fought, I beat him in his own game. You know, I took him down because I wanted to prove a point because everybody kept asking me about his jiu-jitsu. But Bruno, I kind of wanted to, I wanted to take him down, you know, and show my wrestling and stuff. But when I landed that first punch, I was like, oh, okay, just don't fuck this up. <laughs> That's what I kept telling myself. Once I landed the first strike, I was like, okay, I know what I got to do here. Just relax, be patient. And I just kept telling myself, relax, relax, relax relax it's gonna come don't worry about it because the last time i had like that early success in a fight i was going crazy tagging this guy up in the first round and i blew my wad i dropped him like three times and then i ended up i couldn't i could barely hold my hands up i couldn't even walk when i came out of the second round so that's what i was telling myself for the last one just relax be smart and just let my experience take over that's what really helped me win that fight now you're moving on april 20th in manila you got, you're facing your biggest test to date, a former champ, Murat Gafarov, a guy that seemed like he was unbeatable at one point. Everybody was scared of him. They were like, who's going to beat this guy, you know? And, and then he finally lost just like everybody else does, right? They, they find something, and then they pinpoint that, and, you know, that's what Martin did, and he got that win. Now it's your turn to face him. He's returning from losing his title. What advantages do you see as the honey badger? Well, Marat's so on paper, when I first looked at this fight, I was like, oh, man. I was like, yeah, this is crazy. I was like looking back at his credentials. And then when I started to look a little bit more, I was like, all right, you know. And then I didn't watch any of his fights. You know, I didn't, I, I don't like, really like to do that. Um, I don't want to worry too much about it. You know, I was like, I don't want to watch this guy's fights. I've seen all his fights. He's actually, man, I asked for this fight. There were so many reasons why I, I personally asked for this fight. You know, they asked me in an interview who I wanted to fight, and I was like, I remember I was, like, teetering around it on the phone when I was like, oh, you know, I was thinking, like, I was like, I just want to, and then I was like, all right, fuck it, just do it. And I was like, all right. So I had to, you know, I was like, listen, if you ain't calling out the best, then you ain't got no business talking, calling out nobody. So I was just like, all right, you know what? That's, that's the dude nobody wants to fight. That's the fight I want. You know, this is, I'm a real fighter, you know? There's a lot of fake news out there in the world, you know? And I don't want to prove that. I ain't, I ain't that fake news, fake fighter life out there. You know, I'm not trying to get no big win and milk it for a year. Nah, I'm trying to get these wins, but I'm trying to get right back to work, you know? So I feel like that's the fight nobody wanted. So that's the fight I had to call for. You know, I feel like that's the fight that I said, I win this fight. And then everybody knows this is the real money fight. This is, this is the, this is, the, this is like the real title fight. Now I feel like I, his, his win with Martin, we don't really know. I feel like he was definitely getting a lot of the good grappling, getting the better of the grappling exchanges in that fight. He said he had some things wrong with him, that he was, like, maybe overtraining. He wasn't feeling good. So I feel like this is going to be the most dangerous and scary Marat that we've ever seen. He's going he's gonna to evolve, you know? Like I was just saying before, I've been – my losses are what made me where I'm at today. So I feel like this his last loss is probably going to level him up and make him way more dangerous. So I feel like that's the fight that I needed to get. I needed to get that, that big, bad, scary fight. That's what's going to get me up and bring out the best in me, for sure. But – 
I think I, uh, the, looking back now, I just started to watch some, you know, the 1FC releases the uh, the fights on Facebook and stuff. So one came up the other day and I watched it and I was like, oh, all right. Even when he was winning a lot of these fights, he didn't look. He got the, he listened, he knows how to get the job done. But on the way to getting those jobs done, I was like, all right. You know, had these guys been doing jiu-jitsu every day for the last 10 years, like I have. You know, have these guys fought other black belts like I have? You know, I've just beat two black belts within the last year and a half. So I know what it's like to get those looks in there. I was down around against my, the first black belt that I fought in Full Metal Dojo, and I fought that guy in a phone booth, you know? So the more I watched it, the more I saw, I was like, okay, this guy doesn't slip a punch. You know, he eats a lot of jabs. Um, what the Japanese guy was tagging him up, you know, moving and tagging him up. He doesn't check kicks. I was like, okay, I got really, really hard low kicks. My best strike, I feel, is my jab. So then the more I started watching and studying, I was like, the more I was like, oh, okay, I think I can whip this guy's ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the more belief I started having in myself. So even in his victories, I was like, okay, between rounds one and two, kind of slows down. If I ride out the storm, it's a hell of a storm to ride. It's a long five minutes. But like I said, I don't know if the guys he's been fight the guys he's fought have been training like with the level of guys that I've been training with for the last 10 years. I haven't missed a day of jiu-jitsu since I started training, no matter what. You know, whether I have a fight or not, I'm always doing jiu-jitsu. And this he's a jiu-jitsu guy too. So I feel like it's kind of the perfect storm, definitely. So I think I'm faster. I think I have the jiu-jitsu with him. And I think with the wrestling, obviously, for sure, I feel like he's going to be a little stronger than me, but I'm really hard to take down. I got really good takedown defense. And I'm a grappler, and I like to shoot on people, but my wrestling defense is better than my wrestling offense. It just so happens. But I never get to use my wrestling defense. Every time I fight a guy, they're usually good strikers. So I'm like, all right, take him down, be smart, pound him out. That's what I've been doing. Every time I fight a guy, I was like, okay, if I can take him down, I'm going to take him down. So nobody's really been able to see a guy shoot on me a lot and me sprawl out and, and work my defense. So I'm really excited to show. I want to see. I, I want to see. I want to know. I want to know how good he is. I want to see for myself, you know? Yeah, I definitely think I got the speed advantage. And uh, I think I got the rest. I think I got the jiu-jitsu defense to ride the storms. And I know I got the cardio. So I want to take this fight into deep waters, just like I always say. I want to take it into deep waters and then I want to see, let's, let's see where he's at between like the, the seven minute, eight minute mark, especially in one championship where the fight is judged as a whole. So I know that I can be, I can be down two rounds on my back if I'm just being smart, boom, boom, moving, getting up to my feet, making them work. If I can come out and piece them up in the third round, you can steal the fight in one. So I'm looking at a, I'm looking like, a, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm ready for a three round war. I'm ready for a three round war where I need to like ride the storm and try to pick him apart in the later rounds. Let's see what happens. I don't know. You said in another you know? interview that uh, he is the toughest guy in the division. Do you really believe that? I think so, yeah. Like, what part of him is, makes him the toughest? I think his wrestling, man. His wrestling is strong. He's got, like, his body lock is nasty. He gets everybody down. He's got really good timing. He kicks. He got nice, he got, yo, he's got nice kicks, man. His lead kick is nice. His boxing is awkward. But it's kind of effective. Listen, like, to be honest, between us, man, I have nothing but respect for this guy. Before I, he was my favorite fighter in one. When I was, when I was just watching, when I was in the other shows and I would watch the one championships, I love this guy. I was like, bro, this guy wrestles. He's a grappler. Everybody knows what he's going to do, and he still does it. 
I respect, I love that. Just like Khabib, just like anybody who's, I love specialists, you know, I'm a, I'm a nerd, I'm a, I'm a sucker for specialists in the MMA game. So outside of the UFC, he was definitely, he was my favorite one fighter, you know, for a long time. I always cheered for him and rooted for him because I liked, I liked, I liked his style. I liked what he did. I liked how, yeah, he wasn't like the cleanest striker, but he was a real martial artist, you know, and he's a jiu-jitsu guy. I always root for the jiu-jitsu guy. So, you know, nothing but respect and love, honestly. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm just so excited that I get to fight at this level, you know? And I'm excited that I'm fighting at this level and it's not like they're bringing me in just to get washed up. It's like, I've, 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 I've worked my, it's not, I've earned the right to fight this guy. You know, I've beat the guys to put me in line to have this big pro, high profile fight. It's an honor, to be honest, you know? It's going to be great. And no matter what, it's going to make me better. I've already become such a better person. Just I've already gotten so much better just training for this fight. So after the fight, I know no matter what happens, you know, I know I'm going to get my hands raised no matter what. It's the only thing I can see. But however it happens, it's a fight. It's 50%. No matter who I fight, it's going to be 50-50. Um, it's going to make me better no matter what, you know? And, and, I, and I have nothing to lose. You know, I'm fighting a guy who's... I think I think this is I think this is the toughest fight outside of the UFC, like without a doubt for sure. Like ain't nobody asking for this fight. Nobody wants this fight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that is definitely true. Not nobody many wants this fight. Murat you know? out anywhere. Yeah, I, it made me sick to my stomach when I signed to one, and everybody's like, "Oh, I remember when he was the main event, right? When I when I made my debut, and I it made me sick to my stomach, and everybody's like talking about this guy like he's God, you know? Like nobody wants to fight him. Like oh. You don't want to get Marat. And I was like, no, I do want Marat. What do you mean I don't want to get Marat? You know, I was like, if he's the best, that's who I want. So 100%. I've, I've worked too hard for too long to be fighting these. Like, just like I told you when I remember when I made my debut against Edward. And you were like, man, this guy, he's got a lot of, I was like, yeah. I was like, I worked too hard for too long to be out here smoking bums. What the fuck? I don't, that ain't cool. You know, I'm like, I don't want to be out here patting my record like some bum. That's that's more bum than being a bum, you know. <laughs> you know, I want to go out there and fight with the baddest dudes in the world, just like I do in the gym every day. It's less. I feel like it's more risky to fight some guy who sucks. What if that guy? What if you have a hard time against that guy? At least with this, I'm like whatever, you know. If I can go out there, whatever happens, happens. I'll be like whatever, you know. Like, so what? You know, I hold my head up high regardless. Yeah, like in Manila, you guys are gonna fight. And one super series is also debuting in the same yeah. event. So you guys are fighting in a ring instead of a cage. How does Yo. that affect your preparations? I don't know. <laughs> I've just been training like regular, to be honest. I usually go inside the uh, cage at Tiger. Uh, my last two weeks of sparring, I spar inside the cage. I just haven't sparred in the cage. I've just been sparring like an open in the open mat space where everybody else trains mm -hmm. for the whole camp. Um, I do my Muay Thai privates. I do them in a ring. I fought in a ring. How many times have I fought in a ring? One, two. I think I have four fights in a ring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm undefeated in the ring. Also, I've all I've won all my fights in the ring. Um, I don't know if it's gonna work against me or for me though. He definitely likes to use the wall. He puts you up against the wall, and he gets that deep double leg. He gets in on your legs and sucks you down. So, I don't know. It's going to be a five-rope ring. So, it's not going to be an average, like, Muay Thai ring. And they sent us the diameter, but I'm not sure how big it's going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be pretty big. Like, it's, I would assume that it has to be relatively close to the circle cage for one. So, 
I don't know. That's kind of a question mark for me. I'm like, I don't know how that's going to be. Like, I don't know if it's good that like, if he gets me down, see, the thing is, is, I think it's good for him. If he wants to take me down and use the wall, it's good for me. But if he gets me down, I don't have the wall to climb up to use to get up. Hmm. So that might be tough too. Maybe like, we, you know, the, I, I fall on a ring and um, one time I had a bunch of submissions and the ropes messed me up. The ground and pound, I was like punching this guy. He was like wiggling out. You know, I'm like punching halfway through the ropes, trying to hit him, you know, so I'm kind of see, but if I get reset and then we're in the center, it might be harder for me to get up. You know, maybe I'm stuck on the bottom and then I don't have a wall to use to get myself up. So I'm kind of excited about that. I got to see. I have no idea. To tell you the truth, that's like kind of a, I think he's fought in M1, right? And they had, they fight in the ring. So he has some experience. He fought Tysimov, he fought Maribek in the ring. So he's got some experience in the ring too. So I don't know. I would like to know how he feels about it. Actually, I should have messaged him. Be like, "Yo, you want to fight in a ring, or you want? Let's ask for this fight in Singapore." Like I wanted. That's what I said in my interview. I was like, "Let's do this in Singapore." I want Marat or Lee. I wanted Marat or Christian Lee in Singapore. So I got to earn that Singapore card. Maybe I can get it in November when I smash him. <laughs> May 18th in Singapore, Martin Nguyen is going to defend his featherweight title against Christian Lee. Um, a lot of people believe that Christian Lee, he is an elite featherweight, but a lot of them question this matchup. Do you believe Christian Lee deserves this shot? Yeah, like I, like, yeah, for sure. Just, I like this fight. I like this fight and I like the timing of this fight because you got me and Marat and then four weeks later, I feel like the winner of us, that's the real champ, you know? This This is the money fight, you feel me? So I feel like we just, whoever wins this, fight they can they can ship the belt over they can give it to me then after i beat marat they can give me the belt right there and i'll I'll take it and i'll take it in the ring that's fine i'll take it in the ring right there on april 20th or i can wait for the winner of christian lee and and martin but doesn't matter whoever whoever wins that fight that belt this is the money fight baby april 20 is the real featherweight world title fight i feel like and then they're just fighting for (laughs) <laughs> obviously it's a, I'm joking you know but I think it's a great fight and it makes perfect sense I think we're the clear four I think we're the four clear-cut top featherweights in the division right now um Christian Lee beating Boku he steamrolled through Boku I got you know they want to give him a title shot that's great now if I would have if I would have beat Marat and then it's like somebody would have had a title shot like a little bit later after that or been like, damn, you know, because I wouldn't have I wouldn't want to wait too long. But this is perfect because I feel like now I fight Marat. I feel like the winner of this fight, you have a clear cut number one contender and you got a great fight on May 18th. Listen, this kid is smoking people, man, impressively. You know, he just what's the name? I forgot the name of his last opponent, but he ran through that guy. And that guy is pretty tough. He's like a crafty vet, crafty Japanese veteran. So. With his win over Mariah, it's hard to deny it. He's like, what? I think he's on a four. I'm, let me see here. I've been paying attention to Lee, you know. Uh, <laughs> who did he beat? He beat um, beat some Chinese guy on short notice. Um, I took. I, they offered me that fight. I said, yeah. So you know, but before I signed, before I fought Edward, you know, I took that fight. I took that fight on ten days notice. I was like, I was down for it. So we can we can do this. Um, he beat that guy, right? I think that was his first fight back from Martin. Then he beat Suba. Suba's, man, Suba's tough. Suba's really good. I've trained with Suba. I know a lot of guys. I haven't really trained with him too much, but I've trained, like, around him. Like, we've been in the same gym for a, couple, for a few times. Uh, Suba's the real deal. You know, he submitted him, came back from the first round, was down, showed a lot of heart, 
showed a lot of grit. That was a huge win. Then he fuck, then he smoked Boku, and then he just smoked this other guy. He's not like decisioning these guys. He's running through them. So he's on a nice win streak. So I like this fight. I like that fight, and I like the timing because I feel like the winner of that fight already knows pretty basically who they got next. So it kind of clears out the the featherweight division nice and smoothly. Maybe you might have to stay in shape, just in case May eighteenth comes, and someone might have to pull out. About that. Whoa. Ooh, never thought about that. I got to get this guy out of there in the first round, so I'm going to get my rest in. <laughs> That's big. That's huge, man. If something happens with one of those guys, I'll be ready, yo. Oh, good call, man. I wasn't thinking about that. All right. That's you know, true. That's, that's how the MMA world works right you know, nowadays. It's like, you know, there's title fights that are being made, but you never know what can happen. You just seen what happened last weekend at UFC 223. Oh my God! What a shit right? show that was! Yeah, so what you never know. So you always have to be ready. You cannot go and eat that tiramisu after you fight in Manila because you never know when you might get the call, right? So be ready. You can always eat the tiramisu. <laughs> you can always get the tiramisu. Hey, remember, I'm fighting above my weight class. I still got bantamweight weight in my back pocket any day. I checked my weight just now. I'm seventy-one point three um today after training and i gotta be 70 so i'm i'm way lighter i'm i'm two kgs lighter than the bruno fight right now than i was last time so um yeah the weight is no problem i can fight on i can fight it and i can i can always i can pull up max holloway at this division at any time <laughs> just jump in there all right april kind of. 20th in manila one championship heroes of honor you're taking on rock Goffrov, the former featherweight champion Ooh. Uh, That's a banger. To go tune into this fight is probably going to be the fight of the night. And I think, you know, Emilio, he agrees that this could be some fireworks, right? Oh, baby, this is going to be a throwdown showdown. Y'all get your money ready. You're going to watch, not only are you going to watch, you're going to watch the two. This is the two, hands down, without a doubt. Hey, the champ, 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 he's dope. Christian Lee's dope, but. Your hands down. This is the this is this is the best fight. This is the money fight right here. This is one of the best fights in the featherweight division that the one could have made. And on top of that, we got the one super series. My boy Brad Riddell is gonna come in. He's gonna open up the show, smash it up. Y'all are in for a real treat. Then we got the strikers, all these Muay Thai guys, world champions. Man, it's gonna be an amazing night. This might be. This is gonna. This is like. This is highlight. This is going to be one of the most entertaining shows in, in, in martial arts history, straight up. You got the best strikers in the world fighting, and then you got me and Marat. Come on, baby. That's all you need to know. <laughs> all right, Emilio. Thank you for your time, and uh, I'll see you after the event, man. Brother, I got to get to Korea so we can get down on some good Korean barbecue. For sure, man. You know, you know the invitation is always open. I uh, can't wait. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's always a pleasure. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You're killing it. I'm a big fan. Love it.